Greetings, programs. I'm Jessica Linverti, and this is Sci-Fi 5, your five minutes of science fiction history for July 9th. Tron was an ambitious science fiction adventure film that was released to theaters 39 years ago today. An attempt to not only take advantage of the popularity of video games, an industry that was raking in $8 billion in quarters in 1982, but also to give moviegoers an imaginative look at what was really going on inside all those arcade cabinets and personal computers. As the tagline stated on the more common theatrical poster, a world inside the computer where man has never been, never before now. Find out how the electronic world of the grid and Tron, as well as his fellow programs, were brought to the big screen after this. The origin of the movie Tron dates back to 1976, when writer and director Steven Lisberger was hit with the inspiration of combining elements of video games and Alice in Wonderland. Lisberger Studios at the time was known for producing title sequences, commercials, and segments for various television series. After playing Pong for the first time, Lisberger took the character he created for a 30-second animation bumper, which featured a bearded and electronic-looking strongman who hurled two spinning disks of energy and made this his main protagonist. In Lisberger's mind, this character was who was doing battle in the video game world, and the name Tron came from Electronic. Lisberger and his partner, Donald Kushner, raised enough revenue against the potential profits from a two-part 1980 animated special for NBC to begin production on Tron, although initially they had envisioned the film being entirely animated. When money began to become scarce, Lisberger and Kushner brought the project to major studios in Hollywood. It was only Walt Disney Productions that possessed the vision to back Lisberger's idea of the grid, an electronic world where all of us have a digital version of ourselves. After paying for a successful test reel, Disney was all in, as Lisberger decided that the movie should be made using backlit animation. This was a time-consuming process where the actors and props in Tron were filmed in black and white on a completely black set using 65mm film. These allowed for the individual frames of the film to be blown up as Codalith 20-inch by 12.5-inch animation cells. Then, by using multiple passes of the camera in which the various elements such as face, costume, and background were blacked out, with a light box beneath the animation cells, the circuit board designs on the individual costumes and props would appear to be glowing with vibrant energy. Tron also benefited from Disney hiring three iconic artists to act as designers for the computer world or the grid. None other than celebrated French artist Mobius, futurist Sid Mead, as well as Peter Lloyd, an illustrator who focused on digital art. It was the 15 to 20 minutes of computer animation, however, that would impress audiences the most. Even more impressive when you realize the only way they could capture the images at the time was to point the camera at the monitors displaying the digital images. With a cast that boasted the talents of Jeff Bridges, Bruce Boxleitner, Cindy Morgan, Bernard Hughes, and future Star Trek alumnus David Warner, to say nothing of a stunning score composed by Wendy Carlos, Disney must have felt they had a new franchise on their hands when Tron was released in July 9, 1982. But the picture failed to find its intended audience, quickly becoming a cult film, even though it earned $5 million at the box office on a budget of $17 million. Not enough quarters, however, for 
for Disney to warrant continuing the adventures of Jeff Bridges, Kevin Flynn, and Box Leitner's dual role of Alan Bradley and his digital avatar of Tron. Continuous interest in the movie over the years, however, did lead to the 2010 big-budget sequel Tron Legacy, as well as the sadly mishandled Tron Uprising animated series, the latter of which was covered in a previous edition of Sci-Fi 5. With talk continuing of a third film as recently as August of 2020, it's highly likely we'll get another chance to visit the grid in some form. This has been 5 Minutes of Science Fiction History, your daily Sci-Fi 5 for July 9th. Sci-Fi 5 is produced by Roddenberry Entertainment. Executive producer, Rod Roddenberry. This is a Roddenberry podcast. For more great podcasts, visit podcast.roddenberry.com.